Welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. We are on a Bible blitz. The dictionary defines the word blitz as a sudden, energetic, and concerted effort, typically on a specific task. And I want to tell you, I don't know if it's sudden, but I know that it is concerted and it is energetic. This task, this specific task of uh, learning more about the Bible, of spurring us on to want to learn more about the Bible. I would love to see believers rediscover and re-engage in the Word of God. And so you're listening right now to this podcast, and that gives me hope that uh, God is doing something in, in your life. And not because it is my podcast, but because it is the Word of God that's being taught here. Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 says this, Let the word of Christ dwell richly within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And if you would just focus on those first few words, let the word of Christ, that would be the scriptures, richly dwell within you. And that richly dwell within you is let it be fully at home in you. Let it reside in you. And that is a permanent uh, residence. God wants the Word of God to be saturating us. That That's another word that we could use there to, to uh, describe that verse, the saturation of the Word of God in us. And what that does, it helps us to think in a way that God wants us to think because the Bible is God's Word. It is God's thoughts. And um, so when we saturate ourselves, we think the way God wants us to think, and it's, it's wisdom. That, that word is used in this verse here, uh, that, that we would uh, do that, that we would, we would teach each other, and there would be wisdom there as well. So with that said, our Bible Blitz has taken us first through six New Testament books, and we did that uh, in the previous series in episodes 115 to 120. Now we're looking at six Old Testament books, and the idea, again, is, is not to cover every book in the Bible, uh, and, it, and it's not to uh, fully cover the books that we're looking at, but rather to give an overview and kind of... Uh, tease us a little bit, to whet our appetite to to dig in further. Today, we come to the second Old Testament book that we are taking a look at, and that book is the book of Joshua. I love it. It's been fun just going back and reviewing that book for myself. Joshua is the first of 12 historical books in the Old Testament. And it was most likely written by Joshua himself. Uh, that, that's um, the, the kind of the consensus of people smarter than me. Joshua was one of the 12 spies that was sent out 40 years uh, previous when the, when the uh, Israelites were first out of Egypt. 
Moses sent 12 spies in to spy out the land that God had given them. And you remember they came back and 10 of the 12 spies, sadly, 10 of the 12 spies said, oh, it's a beautiful land, but wow, we're like grasshoppers in their sight. We, uh, they, they are huge and uh, we just don't see any way we can do it. And so they were doubting God. But But Joshua, along with one other man, Caleb, uh, were the only ones that had the positive report that said, yes, it's a great land. It's ours. We can take them. Let's, Let's go get it. But unfortunately, the children of Israel listened to the ten spies rather than to the two spies. Joshua and Caleb, who were men that were acting in in faith. And and do you know that what happened there was a failure to believe God, a failure to to trust trust Almighty God. And and, uh, because of their failure to do that, that generation died in the wilderness and never got to get into the promised land. They never got to, 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 to take that land. Well, Joshua was obviously a man of faith, and, and he was an understudy to the great leader Moses for 40 years. For the entire 40 years they were in the wilderness, uh, Joshua was, a, was an assistant to Moses and, and uh, an understudy from, uh, to him, and then uh, he succeeded him eventually. Joshua's name literally means the Lord is salvation. The Lord is salvation. What a name. What a name. And by the way, the name Joshua corresponds to the New Testament name Jesus. Think about that one for just a moment. And so what we have here is the uh, passing of the leadership baton from, from Moses to Joshua. And I want you to just imagine with me a moment. You think about Moses, uh, the great leader that led them through the power of God and the direction of God that led them, uh, them being the Israelites, uh, a couple of million of them, out of the land of Egypt and and out of slavery and bondage. Moses, the one who met face to face with God. Moses, the one who received from God the law of God and wrote it down and he wrote it down in 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 a book and that book is known as the Pentateuch uh, the five books of Genesis Exodus Leviticus Numbers and Deuteronomy and in there are the 10 commandments and all of the law of God God used this man a great leader but now Moses is is approaching he is approaching his death. And if we could back up from Joshua uh, to the book of Deuteronomy, in, in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 23, the Word of God says, Then he, speaking of Moses, Moses commissioned Joshua the son of Nun, and said, Be strong and courageous, for you shall bring the sons of Israel into the land which I swore to them, and I will be with you. Now, uh, there is a, a more extended version of that commissioning of Moses uh, to Joshua, and it's found in Numbers chapter uh, 22, and we will look at verse number 15, and it says this, Then Moses spoke to the Lord, saying, May the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man over the congregation who will go out and come in before them, and who will lead them out and bring them in, so that the congregation of the Lord will not be like sheep which have no shepherd. So, 
the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him, and have him stand before Eleazar, the priest, and before all the congregation, and commission him in their sight. You shall put some of your authority on him, in order that all the congregation of the sons of Israel may obey him. Moreover, he shall stand before Eleazar the priest, who shall inquire for him by the judgment of the Urim before the Lord. At his command they shall go out, and at his command they shall come in, both he and the sons of Israel with him, even all the congregation. Moses did just as the Lord commanded him, and he took Joshua and set him before Eleazar the priest and before all the congregation. Then he laid his hands on him and commissioned him just as the Lord had spoken through Moses. And so here you have the passing of the baton. Here you have the commissioning of of Joshua to be the leader, the next leader that would succeed Moses. And then Moses died. And uh, and when Moses died, here Joshua is, and he is uh, now got this has this great responsibility to lead the ch- children of Israel. Well. Uh, Joshua chapter 1, the first nine verses start with God assuring Joshua that he would be with him. And uh, let's just read some of those verses. Now it came about after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise. Cross this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, to the sons of Israel. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you, just as I spoke to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, as far as the great sea, toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. Now, God marked it out. That was the territory that he gave to Israel. And it stands today, too, by the way. That is that's still their territory given to them by God. God. Verse 5, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do all according to the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Do you see the importance of having God to provide wherever he guides? And God is basically saying that to Joshua. I'm giving you the land. Uh, you got to go in and take it, but I'm going to be with you. You be courageous and be strong. And he said that several times in those nine verses to Joshua. And so you see the authority and, and you see the sufficiency of Joshua through the power of Almighty God. Well, chapter 3 of, of Joshua gives an account of the miraculous crossing of the Jordan River. River, The river of Jordan was uh, flooded and swollen at that time, but uh, God backed up that river nine miles upriver, a swollen, flooded uh, Jordan River, and held it back while all the children of Israel crossed over. What a miraculous story. And in chapter 4, verses 20 to 24, uh, God had told Joshua, you send 12 men into the Jordan River while it's still backed up, get 12 
12 large stones out and and uh, you're going to make a memorial and 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 that that's exactly what they did they actually they made two memorials one right in the middle of Jordan where it they crossed and another on the uh, other side of Jordan and um, and God said when your children ask you what these what these stones are here for you remind them that that God's power is what delivered you across this Jordan River and it is good to have some stones erected in our lives well there's so much more that I could tell you about the uh, book of Joshua but I want to say this let's go to Joshua chapter 24 a very familiar passage of scripture and and Joshua is giving his farewell address now he's old and about to die and he says in, in Joshua 24 15 if it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord choose for yourselves whom you shall serve whether the gods which are your fathers served which were beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living but as for me and my house we will serve the Lord you've seen that verse on plaques before because Joshua said to them I'm going to die but I want you to know that me and my house we have and we are and we will serve the Lord you choose who you're going to serve Israel and and so what a great way to end this book I just want to encourage you there are so many stories that are applicable to our everyday Christian life here in the book of Joshua. Take some time. Put it on your list. Go through and read from the book of Joshua and let those stories, those historical events, encourage you in your walk with the Lord. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.